Welcome to the Western Sports SC podcast. We're sat in the arrow after another enjoyable training session and a committee meeting, but we've still got plenty left to give as we go into our final stage of the evening. It's Tuesday the 12th of November and we're going to discuss our 11-goal thriller from Saturday. To do that, I've got Josh Payne, Harry Gibbs and Malik Kamal with me. Okay, guys, I've also got a slightly disgruntled-looking Jake Coombs and Liam Plimpton. <laughs> but, you know, they'll be there in the background if you hear any noise. Um, so, we had a pitch, Harry. It was absolutely beautiful on Friday. We're all looking forward to the game. Saturday morning around sort of quarter to ten, ten o'clock, it all of a sudden starts hassling it down and we're starting to get a little concern. Yeah, I think everyone was quite amazed we got the game on, to be honest. Uh, it was lashing it down for a good four hours and I'm amazed we did actually get the game played <laughs> and the good thing was I mean it was good for us Josh in a way the, I mean the Yeovil Town game being postponed and we're obviously just half a mile from their pitch and, and our game was on that was a, an opportunity for us to increase the, the, the number of support we got for that day yeah it was good a lot of fans came down from Hartlepool which is a bloody long trek for a game to get cancelled um, we got a couple cars, carloads of uh, Yeovil fans uh, interested, a lot of interest on Twitter as well on how our game was on and the ovals was off but hey oh, we played regardless and the referee was um, you know pretty sensible if we're honest about it, he, he got to the ground on Saturday and, and you know Alan our secretary said do you want to come down and inspect the pitch and he was a bit like, he sort of looked up he said no the sun's just come out, he said he got there you know an hour and a half or kick off he said I'll, I'll give it half an hour and then I'll come down you know that's a, an eminently sensible approach something that you don't always get from officials I think he was scared because he saw Al walking around with his fork he <laughs> 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 didn't want to get on the wrong side of him did he <laughs> and Mal so we've, we've not played for five weeks in this are we expecting a bit of rustiness in there or are we expecting to be free flowing and I was certainly feeling rusty, um, <laughs> especially after Friday night. No, but um, of course we're going to be a bit rusty after having five weeks off and most teams are still playing, but we were all right, weren't we? OK, and the, um, so the game kicked off and, I mean, it, it was sort of quite a tense first ten, maybe, or first ten, it was sort of either end, teams attacking and sort of, you know, looking a bit carefree. Yeah, I thought they... they kept the ball quite well the first 10 minutes didn't they and they, they, they were moving it around nicely and you sort of like we were chasing the ball a little bit and thinking hello we might be, we could have been in there. for quite a tough game here and I think obviously they had found out after the game their manager was new and it was his first game I think obviously they were all trying to sort of impress weren't they early on and yeah I thought they, they started the game really well however having said that they did start the game well it didn't actually take us that long nine minutes in Luca plays the ball into uh, Louis Morgan and he finishes well yeah Barrett played a lovely lovely through ball and uh, Luca got on the end of it held it up well he wasn't really closed down he slid in Morgs and Morgs finished really well across goal on the slide sort of roof of the net good finish fair play it's always nice when it sort of nestles into the roof of the net is it and, um, isn't you know, it Phil <laughs> I wouldn't know good finish <laughs> um, not for a long time and um, but again, I mean, after this, this doesn't really, it didn't really deter Stir, did it? You know, and they, they kept coming after us and uh, they got a free kick and Cuffy made a good save from a free kick, Mal. I can't remember. I'll ask someone who can remember. Yeah, 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 no, Cuffy made uh, some great saves. In the, I think he made three in the first half. They were yeah. top draw saves. I mean, they were looking quite creative and creating chances at this point, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they certainly, they certainly moved 
I think it was because of the conditions. It was very much a game of like, well, it was quite direct. I think a lot of the midfielders were trying to win the first ball, and it was one of those: if you won it, you would go and counter. If you didn't, the other team were going to hit you hard on the break. And it would seem to be every attack was a chance at both ends, wasn't it? And again, we, we carried on, and the, you know, the next thing really happened was, was another goal for us. I mean, it was a bit of a, I think it was a sort of mistake by. By Flem. By Flem. Flem picks it up on the edge of the box. You know, typical Flem when he's in that position, pulls the trigger and uh, it ends up in the back of the net. Should the keeper have done a bit better? Slash a lot right. better? Listen, Flem had a shot. He did what he had to do. He shot. It skidded off the turf. Keeper should have caught it and an absolute nightmare. But he scored. He hit, he hit the target, he scored. So fair play, 2-0 up, we'll take it. But it's phlegm, so I don't really care that much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of those where, Mal, if, if, he'd have, uh, if that shot had just like trickled through to the keeper like it should have, you'd have been moaning at him, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. If that was Cuffy, I'd be going absolutely mental. Probably, <laughs> probably walk off the pitch. <laughs> no, it's a bit skinny, though. OK, and unfortunately, just not, not long after this, 21st minute now we're in, and it's 3-0. And it's a, it's a lovely cross by, um, by Vossi, and to be fair to Flem at this point, it's, it's a good header in the back post. Yeah, he, I think the first goal got his uh, tail up, didn't it? And he, was, he could smell the goal from there on in. And he, uh, he, yeah, the ball in from Vossi was a quality ball in, but Flem made the run, and he certainly t- took the header well. And at this point, are we thinking it's, you know, we're 3-0 up, we're obviously now on top and we're cruising. Are we starting to think this is, this is game over or is there still a bit of fight in this? I don't know. They, they were a weird side in the first half because they had a hell of a lot of chances and Cuffey did well to keep them out. But every time we attacked, every time we attacked, it looked like we were going to score. But they just didn't look like scoring even though they had these chances. So, mm, it was always going to... Once we got ahead, I feel like it was always going to get ahead, get away from them, personally. Okay, and then sort of a, a sort of big moment of the half, Mal. It's, um, I mean, Cuffy makes another good save, but it comes out and the ball gets played back in, and it hits. It well, without question, it hits Nick Voss's arm. Let's go for the. Uh, Here we go. Let's go for the debate on was it a penalty? Was it not a penalty? Was it in a natural position? Was it in the silhouette? Where are, where do we stand on that? With the new rules, that's definitely a handball, isn't it? Stonewall. If, if it's given... Not, <laughs> if that happens in their box and we don't get a penalty, we're fuming at that. So, definitely a handball. Okay. Uh, so, that's Josh and Mal. They think it's handball. Harry, how are you going? That is never a penalty in a million no, years. Stonewall. You can even tell... He was, he was less than a yard away from him. And he's even... But when it hit his hand, you can see his arm moving away because he was then reacting. But it was such a short distance to react. And the, the new rules are not... Like, the defender isn't... That's not the rules, is it? If a defender hits... That's not the, that's not the new rule at all. So it was... It it was yeah, it, yes, it hit his arm. But it was never... It was not deliberate. And it was... It was... Yeah, it was just never a penalty. <laughs> OK, so uh, if I stick my vote in, that makes it two each. So, you know, that, no, that, that just shows you... Of course you, it does. That just, <laughs> but, that, <laughs> but that just shows you the, the problems with 
the problem that shows you the problems that a referee faces in trying to make that decision. The fact that there's four of us looked at that, and we're sat on the fence two all in terms of whether it was or it wasn't a penalty. So it's difficult. The new rule is also confused the referees as well because the new rule suited for VAR. So when you go to these like video replays and you see it hit the attacker's arm, don't have to debate about it. It's hit their arm, you can stop it. But it's not the same for defenders, is it? So they don't quite know what what they're sort of. It's almost an instant reaction for the referee to sort of think about it. At the end of the day, it comes down to one person's opinion, doesn't it? It does. So okay, so I say what. Uh, let's 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 take a, a break from from convention here and let's let's chuck out a question for you, right? So as the new rules are sort of directed at the moment, you've got you know, and we've talked about um, I think I think far, I talked about with you, about Harry, where I gave you that not that sort of paradox of, a while ago, where it's like if it hits the defender's arms that are in natural position, but then he sets up a goal from his corresponding thing, is it still you know you can't give a penalty, you can't give a goal, does it carry on, carry on? So in this instance, how can you how can you have handball as a defensive play where you can have handball it's in a natural position uh, and it's okay if it hits your arm or the silhouette however they describe it but if you're an attacker and it does the same thing it's different surely handball has to be handball and you can't have two different rules for different situations in a different position on the pitch the rules must be the same mustn't it yeah of course you can't have an attacking set of rules and a defensive set of rules it just doesn't make any sense on the pitch no you can't do that because you wouldn't say that. you hear people say that's a foul you know, anywhere else on the pitch that's a foul that's wrong that's, that's not true that should be the same surely handball must be the same yeah of course it is, it is. And I, I can imagine for the referees it's almost impossible to adapt the rules to the game isn't it because you just it's a minefield now. It is an absolute minefield. Well, if that was in the other box, would you not want a penalty for that? Would you not even appeal for that? You'd appeal, but you, you wouldn't expect it. I definitely would expect that. And if not, I'm angry. Okay. So, can, are we... Are we let's, take, let's take the rules out of this. Are we agreed that the rules should be the same, both defensively and attackingly? Yeah. There shouldn't yeah, be any difference between a rule and a rule. Of course. There sh- there and that's, that's not the referee's fault. That's just... Yeah, it's the same in any sport, isn't it? Yeah, the rule should be the same attackingly and defensively. 100%. Okay, anyway, penalty was given, and to be fair to the, I think it was number 10, wasn't it? He stepped up and dispatched it very well, Mal, didn't he? Yeah, good, good penalty. He put it in the back of the net. I can't remember where he put it. <laughs> <laughs> Straight in the corner. It's a good fine. penalty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Nothing to say that. Okay, but thankfully for us, it wasn't long. Um, we got restored that three goal cushion, uh, and it was a free kick whipped in, and Lucas on the end of it. Yeah, Morgs put a hell of a ball in and it just went through a crowd of players, didn't it? Bounced in front of Luca and he just put his foot in front of it and it looked like he mishit it but he got his leg there and it went in the corner. So, fair play to him. He got his goal. He looked dangerous while he was on. And then the half ended in a slightly sour note where the, uh, Luca was uh, had to be substituted. No, sorry, and substituted and came off injured, stretching for a ball. We think sort of hamstring somewhere along the line. Yeah, hopefully it's not as bad as first feared. But when he went down, he certainly looked in a lot of pain. He said he, he, he said he. It feels like he's pulled his hamstring, but he hasn't pulled his hamstring. <laughs> he did say that. that he did say, he that. did say that. He said that. Okay, well let's. Uh, that's what Tom heard. Oh uh, well. <laughs> he could have said anything then, couldn't he? Really. Um, so we get to half time. We're four one up. I mean, you're at home. This is a position where you. Uh, you know, you, we shouldn't really lose the game from this position, you wouldn't expect. And I guess our biggest concern at half time was all of a sudden it clouded over, got very dark, and the rain clouds were lurking again, and we were hoping that it would stay dry. Yeah, I mean, the pitch was on a knife edge, wasn't it? It was like it was it one shower and it would have been unplayable. But, and obviously, when even at 4 1, when you've got them sort of conditions, 
still could go either way, couldn't it? It's sort of, uh, I mean, look at it, Flem's goal, first goal. Obviously, skiddy, skiddy shots can uh, cause problems for the keeper. So we knew that game was far from over. And we started the second half well, and I'm going to say the almost the inevitable and the worst case scenario virtually happened just five minutes into the second half was whereas Flem completed his hat trick <laughs> and um, it was oh. to be fair it's probably his best finish of the game honestly this was not the worst thing that happened in the second <laughs> half I'm telling you now we'll get to that but <laughs> it, it was weird because his finish was like the first finish but without the keeper being in the way of it no I thought I, I'm going to I have to say, I think this this finish was good. I mean, he picked up, still picked up an edge of the box, that. but he used a used a defender to you know block the goalkeeper's view and actually passed it into the corner of the net. And I'm a big I'm a big fan of someone who just a pass into Do the net. Do you reckon listen to this? He's making someone like Tony Bruce. <laughs> it was a good finish. Yeah. Much much to our disgust. Yeah, yeah, and he was certainly delighted with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so. We're five two up. You start uh, five one up. You're starting to think, okay, this is it now. Um, but Stir keeps showing that bit of resilience, you know, and they're still going for it. They're still going for the goals, and they're putting us under little pressure and a couple of chances now and then. But they did get it back to five two. Josh it was um, a long ball over the top, chase through. Fifty fifty, Cuffy on the centre forward. Oh, I don't. Yeah, he came, he came out, blocked the ball, it hit the ball, hit the player bounce in the air and the player just ran it in the net but that's me being nice <laughs> so 5-2 um, and so, you know again they get back the three goals in it you know we were looking to restore our three goal cushion thinking that was okay in the first half but they're there again um, and of course straight from kick off Flem's now got a hat trick and he's just shooting from anywhere isn't he <laughs> yeah I should have hooked him at that point shouldn't I really <laughs> well we all thought you should have hooked him after two <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I, I I, to be honest, I looked up and seen the ball just about 10 yards past the post so I knew Fleming had a shot <laughs> <laughs> and I think um, we do get the next goal it goes to, to 6-2 and I think it's a, a houching cross into um, Louis Morgan and, a, and another nice finish yeah Louis was growing in confidence wasn't it to be fair Houch I don't even know where Houch was playing at this point he, him and Plumlee were on the right and they were just sort of rotating between themselves of right back and right wing Houch put a ball in the box and Louis just got there first and buried it good finish good ball good goal yeah very good 6-2 and 20 minutes to go I think this pretty much is this pretty much is game over now and um uh, one point um, what was that? At one point uh, Nick Voss got put through in the left hand channel tried to pass it into the bottom near corner making it keep a save so it's, it's not quite as easy as it looks to do that is it what was that one sorry Vossy's one on one that he missed honestly he you'd you'd, 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 you'd bet your house <laughs> <laughs> you'd bet your house on Vossy scoring a one on one honestly he's decent in front of goal I, th- I was just going to say I think we all missed the point of that question but yeah. never mind <laughs> we'll, come Which we'll ignore that <laughs> <laughs> anyway 15 minutes to go uh, Louis Morgan completes his hat-trick uh, and again Vossi is the provider and finishes well was it Vossi you put it in? yes I- yeah it was no it was a really good ball from Vossi again yeah. Louis just beat, uh, got in front of his man and to be fair at this point we were playing some really good stuff weren't we? I think considering the conditions and how much the pitch cut up and like we did play some good football it, was, well it, it, well it, it became easier as the game went on because they tied and they sort of looked, the goals sort of knocked the stuffing out of them but we, we were playing good stuff we were happy with it 
Absolutely. And the goals kept coming, if we're honest. Um, by this time, we made some substitutions. Uh, Sweet is on. Um, Will Ireland's on. Sam Plumley's obviously on. We talked about him earlier. And um, it's, a, it's a lovely ball from, from Aaron Sweet to Nick Voss, and he finishes well. Yeah, that was a good finish, to be fair. Sorry, just the, the, the one before that, that Vossi hit the underside of the crossbar. Oh, yeah. That was Johnny Manley. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. So let's, 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 that sorry, let's, let's talk about that. That, that, was, that was nearly goal of the season, but we didn't score it. So Johnny let's Manley talk about for the Johnny, pitch. Johnny Manley, yeah. Scooped a pinpoint ball over the top of centre half, and Vossi just thought, I'm going to smash this. And he smashed <laughs> it as hard as he could, and it hit the bar and just came back out. But it could have been a hell of a finish. Okay, so then let's get back briefly to, to Vossi's goal. Um, sweet to Voss. Voss into the net. Nice. Yeah, like Josh said earlier, I think when Nick's one-on-one, you you back him more than anyone. I think he's so confident and he's strong with these uh, one-on-ones. And he did. He got himself in the right place and took it, to, took it well. And then 85th minute, uh, so Johnny Manley's fellow... Centre half, yeah, Tim eight, Trevs, eight, uh, <laughs> did did slightly better than, than you know in the end. The man he went just strode out of the back four with his with the ball. Sort of he didn't. I'm not going to say he didn't really have to beat people, but he did no, just he sort of sort of just sort of ran, ran, ran by them and everyone ran out of his sea. way. Like you know, well, like Josh says, Moses to the Red Sea. He ran straight through, and for some reason, instead of being greedy, which is something we all can't comprehend, at one on one with the keeper, he decides to pass to Will Island, thinking this is a better option. Um, and how did it end, Josh? I know this is going to disgust you to say it. Honestly, it was sickening, absolutely sickening, vile, vile. Tim should have gone on his own, and if it had missed, I'd have been happier than Will scoring. But in fairness, in fairness to Will, he's finished it quite well. He's bent it up and round the keeper. And to the corner and I was like so I mean Mal it's a, it's a game we've won 9-2 which realistically is a, is a great result but equally Flem scored a hat-trick and Will Island scored would we rather have this been called off <laughs> I can't remember the game especially if they're scoring I'd rather lost <laughs> okay Harry I mean after five or six weeks off without a game, nine two, it's a great result, and yeah. you know we got to be pleased with that. Really. Of course we have. Yeah, I've been not playing for so long; it's getting more incredibly frustrating. So we were determined to get this game on. We got it on, and we got a good bit of goal difference, and it was well worth it. And good afternoon. Uh, and I think um, so. Just on our match report, and obviously Alan gives a man of the match every week, and. Uh, Tim Trevitt playing his first game at centre half for us did really well and picked up that man of the match award and, and looked really assured there and was a deserved man of the match despite two other people scoring a hat trick. In a 9 2 victory, your centre half picks up man of the match and that's a good performance. Yeah, Tim, Tim played well. He was good at centre half. For a winger, not bad at centre half. He looked very, very, very comfortable. Um, I, I would have given it to personally myself, Tim. Adam Barrett, who I thought had a really good game in the middle of the park, or, or Jamie Green from well, Flem. But I wouldn't have told him that. So I'm happy that Tim yeah. got it in Flem. Well, well done for not telling him that. Well, <laughs> on, on, a, on a public forum. Right, okay. Uh, so, can we edit this? 
but if we knew how, yes. Uh, so next Saturday we've got another week off as uh, Josh, uh, Johnny Manley and uh, Adam Barrett are involved with the league rep side in Guernsey. Uh, we also think Louis Morgan may be involved, subject to finding out his contractual status. And if he's not, then there may be a call-up for Malik Kamal as well. So hopefully we'll have some good news to report from that game next week. Uh, the reserves had no game last weekend and they've also got no game this weekend so it's going to be a bit of a quiet weekend this weekend uh, last weekend the under 18s progressed to the next round of the league cup with a narrow 2-1 away victory at Axbridge goals came from Rory Thompson and George Sutton and that provides us with a home tie against Nelsie in the next round which is in January so a couple of other questions for you I can see you all peering over to see what I've written during the last couple of weeks uh, Carl Walker has become the third most expensive goalkeeper of all time how do we feel about that? I like the start that he made the uh, first Englishman to make a save in the Champions League since <laughs> Ben Hamer in 2016 yeah. that's a that's a that is an absolute fact and in, and in that match he made he made one save, which is one more than Claudio Bravo and Edison combined. I mean, he's going to be a shoo-in for the next Man City game now, isn't he? <laughs> Unreal. I reckon Gibbo goes up to Manchester and recruits him. <laughs> and it's, I mean, I have to say, that, I mean, you, you take this on as another thing. This is a... This is Pep moving on from basically having 11 outfield players on the pitch with trying to find a goalkeeper who can play to actually having 11 outfield players on the pitch, isn't it? I mean, this is his total dream, is it not? Yeah, he is that arrogant, he would try it. Did anyone watch Carl Walker the other day? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just over the last weekend then, very quickly, obviously Liverpool are beating City. We don't, want to talk, we don't want to talk about the game, we don't want to talk about the incidents, but, I mean, this is Liverpool's to throw away now, isn't it, Josh? Mate, not if, ta- not if Tammy Abraham has anything to say about it. <laughs> Tammy Abraham. What, Tammy Abraham's that striker you don't really rate? No, no. He's- Liverpool have won it. They've already won it. They're not going to throw it away now. And also, Although I hope they do. <laughs> with, with the whole VAR thing this season and Liverpool being, what, they eight points clear now? Is this the worst Premier League season of all time? Well, yeah, uh, possibly. You're yeah. 12. You're 12. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's so bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, and let's get a round the table answer on this final question then. So Leicester are going great guns, beating Arsenal, although we'll have to think, I have to say, I don't think there's probably anybody of any football fan, maybe Arsenal fans, who actually thought they might beat Leicester. I think everyone had that down as a yeah. home win, didn't they? Yeah. Are Leicester going to make the top four? Yes or no? Harry? 100%. Mal? Yeah. 100%. Jake. Yeah, definitely. Liam? Yeah. No. Josh? No. Alan, no. No, I don't think Josh? they will. No. They will. Okay. So, but still, still, uh, we're still more on the yeses than the noes. Okay, thank you very much everyone for listening. Uh, Neither the first or our reserves have a fixture this weekend, so if you to get your fix of football down, get down yourself, get down to Alvington on Sunday as our under 18s host Burnbridge Wanderers. We are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all other good podcast providers. Please subscribe and give us a nice rating. If you'd like to get in touch, please use the hashtag WSCPod. I'd like to thank Josh Payne, Harry Gibbs, Malik Mal, Jake Gibbs, Liam Plimpton and Lamont all for their little comments this evening and also to wish the DPL rep side uh, good luck and particularly our lads in Guernsey good luck and hope they progress to the next round thank you all for listening